Small Farm Nation Academy teaches farmers how to build their brands and get more farm customers. Plus, you can get a modern farm press website free with your membership if you want. So check out smallfarmnationacademy.com today and get growing. So what is the best way to reach customers and market your farm products? Hey, it's Tim Young of smallfarmnation.com. Today, I'll explain why the answer is your email list and I'll walk you through how to get going about building your farm's email list. Hey there, thanks for joining me again this week. So it's marketing week here on the Small Farm Nation podcast. And one of the challenges I hear most often expressed from small farmers, really any small business actually, is that how difficult it is to create an email list of potential customers. Where do I get started? What do I do? In fact, when I created a survey in my farm marketing group on Facebook, members rated building a customer list as their number one challenge. It's frustrating to them, I know, for not only is farming and owning a small business challenging enough, now they're thinking, well, I got to be expert marketers too. Jeez. Well, they're right. But I'd like to offer some encouragement and perhaps a few helpful tips to help them and you to automate the process of building your email list. In my experience, there are three components, layers, if you want to think about it that way, to ensure that your list automatically grows over time and becomes populated with people who are genuinely interested in what you're doing and what you have to offer, right? Just like you're genuinely interested in what I'm saying, right? Right? You are, right? Okay, good. Okay, so here are those three reasons. Let's go through them. Number one, what is your story? Now, you remember this from doing the one-page business plan that I talked about a few episodes ago. Effective marketing, particularly in the niche of sustainable farming, farm-to-table restaurants and homestead-based businesses, those kind of things, they all start with a story. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why is it important? And who cares and why should they care? That last question is important because it relates to the market you're targeting. And your words need to resonate with what the customer values and what the customer is interested in. So you did your story, I'm sure, from that one-page business plan. I know you've done that. Now, where do you tell your story? Well, you tell it on your website, probably on your about page for sure, but your story needs to be be conveyed in other ways throughout your website. Your use of images can help tell your story, as well as the words you choose on each page and every every email that you send out and in every social media post that you do. Now, just a quick word of warning, and I've given this word of warning before. Don't fall into the trap that I see so many of copycat language. In the word of sustainable farming, it means that You know, everyone's about page draws from a limited supply of words that run the risk of being overused. I'm thinking words like sustainable, organic, non-GMO, beyond organic, grass-fed, pastured, humane, back to the land, you know, so on. Words like that. These may be true statements behind why you began and how you operate. But if you're not careful, you're going to look and sound like everyone else. And you don't want that because customers won't perceive you as special as you really are. So choose your words carefully and make sure they're your words, even if you pay someone to write them for you. They're still your words. Okay, number two, create rich content. Even today, there are still far too many businesses that create websites 
that service online brochures. I mean, online brochures made since back in the print days and still do to some extent, but websites can be so much more than that. And the problem with treating your website as an online brochure is that once the visitor reads your about page and your offering, they get it. They got no reason to come back. It is your job to give them a reason to come back frequently to your site to keep yourself and your brand top of mind. Why? Because it's one way that they stay connected with you and that they stay top that you stay top of mind when they think of who their favorite farmer or chef or landscaper is. So how do you get them to come back to your website? Well, one way for over a decade now, I guess, the answer has been via blog post. And that's still a viable strategy for many reasons. But the truth is that many people read those blog posts through RSS readers, which delivers a feed of your post to them without them actually visiting your site. And if your opt-in forms are in the sidebars, RSS readers aren't going to display them anyway. True, you're still in their thoughts, but it's a pretty passive relationship, not nearly as active as them typing in your URL to visit you or clicking on your URL. Think about it from your perspective. What would cause you to go back to a website other than one like Amazon, where you go to seven times a day anyway to make frequent purchases? You know, we both know that you do that, right? Because I do. Okay, a great method of driving people is through email marketing. If you've got their email address, you drive them back to your site. Sending an email with links to rich content on your site that they can't get another way. They didn't know about that blog post. Of course, this requires you to have an email list, which is the subject of this episode, but you'll understand how to do that once you digest all these tactics. For now, your goal is to create keyword-rich content that is true to your story and resonates with what your target audience cares about. Now, what kinds of content am I thinking about? How-to blog posts, inspirational images, um, how-to static pages. They don't have to be blog posts. Recipes, stories, case studies, customer stories, press releases, announcements, uh, if, uh, upcoming events, those kind of things. The content needs to be rich from two perspectives. Rich in terms of value to your reader and rich in terms of keywords that will enable web searches to find you. Those keywords should be the things your target customer thinks about and searches on. For instance, if you're targeting folks interested in organic farmers near Lexington, Kentucky, or raw milk near Woburn, Massachusetts, your blog posts or static pages are a great way to create copy that's both rich in keywords and content for your target customers. That way, you can craft language on your about page that's less boilerplate and more unique to your story, mission, and values. When you're a relatively new enterprise, showing up in search results is an important way to get found. And one of the best ways to show up is to create a steady stream of content. But when visitors do show up, your job is to get them to convert from visitors to subscribers. Now, often you accomplish that with lead magnets. A lead magnet is simply something you offer in exchange for your visitor to sign up for your list. Your lead magnet needs to be valuable to them since they're giving you something valuable in exchange. Now, an example of a lead magnet is at smallfarmnation.com habits. 
It's the seven marketing traits of highly successful farms. That's at smallfarmnation.com slash habits. I use that lead magnet throughout my site and on Facebook where I offer an enticing guide in exchange for opting into my list. This simple lead magnet added 120 subscribers to my list in just the first three days I used it. And all I did was share it on Facebook. That's it. Now, if you go check out that lead magnet at smallfarmnation.com habits, here's what's critical about it. It directly connects my target audience to what I want to offer them. In other words, it connects owners of farm businesses to membership in the Small Farm Nation Academy where I can serve them. Therefore, the lead magnet works because it's completely in alignment with my membership site offering. In your case, your lead magnet needs to be whatever you have that's unique to you and, most important, valuable to your audience. For instance, if you sell raw goat's milk, perhaps it'll be a guide on how to make soap or cheese from the milk. If you sell pastured poultry or pork, you might create a special subscriber section of your website that includes videos for cutting up a whole chicken, making bacon and charcuterie, and so on. You see, in that case, the lead magnet doesn't have to be a download. It can just be a private section of your website, which would be easy to do on WordPress. The point is to think about content that your market values and will be willing to join your list in exchange for re receiving that content. But... Here's where many people go wrong with this. It needs to be something that if the person doesn't download, they will either experience pain or some sort of loss of a great reward. In my lead magnet example, if the farmer doesn't download, they're going to miss out on knowing the secret sauce. What are the expert tips that bridge the gap between how their farm is currently performing and how the best farms perform from a marketing point of view? At the same time, they get a reward if they sign up that can propel their farm business forward. So you'll have to ask yourself, will my customer feel pain if they don't download the bone broth lead magnet? Or will they experience a great reward if they do? I'm thinking maybe not in that case. So lead magnets can be a great tool in building an email list, but to get great results, they need to be the right kind of lead magnet. FYI, for you members of the Small Farm Nation Academy, just post your lead magnet question or struggles in the forum, and I'll give you my expert opinion on them. Okay, of course, when you create content that connects to a lead magnet, don't just post it on your website. Repost it on Facebook, Instagram, and other social media platforms, and be sure to use widgets and tools to encourage readers to share it on their pages. This will ultimately drive visitors to your site so that they can opt in for the valuable content that you're offering. So this is a detailed topic, this issue of email list building. And I mean, I've got a whole 11 video course on this in the academy, so I could go on for quite a bit. But we haven't even discussed the technology you need to create your opt-in forms or email marketing providers and so on. So for this episode, the point is to think about creating content that tells your story in a unique, compelling way and gets folks to visit your site repeatedly and that has a clear strategy for converting them from visitors to subscribers when they do visit your website. In terms of action items for you, I want you to think about these. Number one, Set a specific goal for building your email list, say adding 20 or 100 new subscribers a week or a month or whatever's appropriate for you. 
but set a specific goal. Number two, review your about page as objectively as possible to see how well it resonates with new potential customers. Again, if you're an Academy member, post it in a forum and I'll give you an expert review or just request a member makeover and I'll do a video review of your website. Number three, look at your website to see what lead magnets you're using. If you're not using any, see what content you have that could be developed into a lead magnet. And number four, get into a habit of emailing your list on a predictable schedule every Thursday, uh, every two weeks, once a month, whatever, set it and forget it, do a schedule. This not only sets a clear expectation with them, but also forces you into a pattern of developing new content on that schedule. Now, just get busy growing your marketing list. This is the lifeblood of your farm business. And if you want or need more help, just hop over to smallfarmnationacademy.com and join the community. I'll be there to help you. Thank you for listening to Small Farm Nation. If your goal is to own a thriving farm business with loyal customers who gladly pay you the prices you deserve, check out smallfarmnationacademy.com. Small Farm Nation Academy includes hundreds of video and audio lessons, farm stock images, a community forum, business plan templates, and resources that will help you market and grow your farm business. Plus, you get a state-of-the-art Farm Press website free with your membership if you want one. And that includes hosting and email unlimited accounts. And get this, as a Small Farm Nation Academy member, you get personal one-to-one coaching from Tim free anytime you'd like. Small Farm Nation Academy is like having Tim as your own personal farm marketing and business mentor on call, but at a fraction of the cost of in-person consulting. And Small Farm Nation Academy has a full, no questions asked, seven-day money-back guarantee. So there's zero risk to you. The time to start marketing and growing your farm business is now. If you're serious about having a profitable, thriving farm business, join smallfarmnationacademy.com today. If you enjoyed this show, please share the love by leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes, and by introducing Small Farm nation to anyone interested in farming or local food. Thanks for your support. And until next time, thanks for being part of Small Farm Nation.